Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. You're listening to Beyond the Rut, a podcast about inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Here are your hosts, Sean Albright and Brandon Cunningham. All right, so here we are with Beyond the Rut. Uh, I'm in a p***y mood today, and Jerry's probably <laughs> going to have to bleep out a lot of this, so he probably just bleeped out the word pissy. So, uh, anyway. It's better than here. a prancy mood, I guess. <laughs> just one of those afternoons. So, it, it, it's funny because this is actually going to be a difficult conversation for me to have because we're talking today about parenting guilt. And right now I'm irritated because my kids are driving me up the flipping wall this evening. So I'll probably have a good dose of parenting guilt tomorrow. But um, we're really talking about parenting guilt while you're trying to launch something new. Or maybe you're trying for a promotion at work. Something that's taken a little bit of your time away from the family in your normal you know, your normal day-to-day routine. And I think it's very common when that happens to, you know, over time, you start feeling like crap, basically. You start feeling like, I shouldn't be doing this. My family should be more important. And you have these, I feel like these mental arguments with yourself where on one hand, you want to achieve something, try something new, improve your situation or whatever. And on the other hand, you want to be a good parent. (laughs) (laughs) I, I wish this was a video podcast sometimes because the level of frustration in your face just hilarious but that's why we wanted to do this topic though was because it's so important to realize that you know there's going to be conflict you're trying to be the best parent or the best husband or wife or worker or friend or whatever position or title that you hold but there's going to be conflict with that and most of the time who loses is the family and yep. one of the things that that I love is you know I just became a great grandfather on Friday. That's awesome. James Michael's unbelievably great. But today he had a doctor's appointment. And since, uh, you know, you can't really drive after you have a baby, apparently I, I just learned that today. But then again, I've never had an actual baby. I've just been given babies by other people. So that's cool. I got to take her to the uh, doctor's appointment and uh, hang out with him and then drive her home. And I was thinking that's what's important is getting to do the things that you care about. Now, the conflict comes when you have to work late. You have to be on a podcast at nine o'clock, but you really want to do family stuff or you want to just relax. So the conflict's there. But the good thing is once you get out of that rut and do what you want to do, you get to do more of the family stuff when you want to do it. And and I think that's something that many people struggle with. And maybe this will will probably sound bad, but I think some people use their family as an excuse to not pursue something else because they they do have that deep-seated belief that family is the most important. And I would never argue that. I would totally argue in favor. The family is the most important. But I think by sitting on the sidelines and never reaching out for your dreams, never stretching yourself or anything like that, I don't think is the best thing to teach your children because at some point you're going to get older, they're going to get older, your kids are going to want to pursue a dream and they're going to look at you and go, why didn't you pursue your dream, dad? And you're going to say, well, because of you, basically. I mean, that's it won't sound that way, but that's essentially the story that'll be told if you use your family as an excuse. Exactly. Either it's their fault or they have a father or a mother that goes, well, you know, I always wanted to be this. 
Yes. But I just never did it. And what kind of example is that? I would rather say to the kids, you know, I started this and this and this and some of it worked, some of it didn't. But, you know, if this is what you want to do, I can tell you what not to do. Maybe, I, you know, I think in some ways we become real experts in what not to do. But the kids right. need to see you try some stuff. And especially like you were saying, not feel like, well, you know, so if we hadn't come along, you would have, you know, moved to North Dakota and opened up a business or you would have done something big. Well, that's kind of sad. That's a terrible yeah. lesson to teach. You <laughs> right. Yeah. And nobody wants to move to North Dakota. So <laughs> <laughs> unless you're one of our North Dakota listeners and we love North right. Dakota. Uh, yeah. I think it's pretty safe to say we got about 25 listeners at this point <laughs> and probably none of them are in North Dakota. <laughs> I like to think one of them is, you know, invite it's- us up to your cabin one year and, you know, we'll hang <laughs> and- out. And murderous for saying that we hated your state. <laughs> so I think one of the other aspects of that too is sometimes we work the corporate job to the point where we we miss things with the kids. You know, sometimes we can say, well, I got to go in early tomorrow, so I can't take the kids to school. I can't be at any of the kids' practices or plays or events or anything because I'm always working. So sometimes we use the fact that we didn't branch out and get out of that rut and do something special. We blame the corporate job for why we're not involved in our family. And it can cut both ways, but sometimes you got to make sacrifices. Don't sacrifice your family because of your corporate job, but you don't have to sacrifice them for your uh, you know, your new job, your new venture either. Well, I can tell you whenever I was traveling a fair amount for, um, for a sales job, you know, I was probably staying overnight, maybe twice uh, a week or so. And I love traveling. I still love traveling. Um, I got so much done on a personal level whenever I would be away from home. But in the last probably year, I just started feeling guilty for it all the time. I would, get to the hotel and I'd feel bad that I missed something. I'd feel bad that I wasn't with the family. I would start almost daydreaming and thinking back to, did I, did I get onto them too much? Did I have to discipline them right before I left? Did I leave on a bad note? And then I would just sit there and start feeling so bad about those things. So um, I think that I've, I've written down a couple of things that I think will help um, somebody that's kind of experiencing a little bit of the, the parenting guilt, um, especially if they're trying to, to launch something new. So not just parenting guilt in general, because maybe, maybe you are a terrible parent and you should feel guilty, but <laughs> that's true. Were, <laughs> maybe there are things you need yeah. to feel guilty about. Yeah. We're not trying to alleviate all parenting guilt, but we're talking about the ones that are truly trying to better their situation, improve their family, break a cycle of poverty, maybe, or a cycle of never going to college or whatever it is. I think those are, are good things. So I think first and foremost, if you if you are branching out and trying something new and you are feeling feeling guilty, I think the first thing I would tell somebody is to be present when you are present. So by that, I mean the times when you're not working on your paying job and you're not working on your new venture and you are with your children, don't be on the phone. Don't be on Facebook. And I struggle with both of those. Um, so I'm kind of talking to myself. Don't don't be taking naps all day long or whatever. I mean, be in the moment, actually interact with them and be surprised that not only does a little bit of, you know, kind of daddy time or mommy time go a long way for the children, but it also helps take away some of that guilt. Oh, absolutely. And it's very little effort can produce huge results because you got to look at it as they don't care about the business, especially like the kids 
your your kids at their age, they don't care about the bills. They don't yeah. care about corporate world world or your new venture as much as they care about. Are you looking at their drawing? Are you yes. watching them run down the sidewalk or ride the bike or whatever it is? And so if you're saying, well, I spent time with my kids on Sunday afternoon, but you watch two football games, that six hours does not count as time with your kids. Now, if right. your kids are older like mine, like my 21-year-old will come over and watch a game with me, that's a little different. We're hanging out together. But whenever, uh, you know, like my 14-year-old wants to hang out, she doesn't want to watch football. She wants me to watch whatever she's watching or do whatever she's doing. For the record, Brandon's saying that he's watching football, but he really watches a lot of figure skating. So don't don't let that feel, uh, fool anybody. <laughs> it, it's beautiful stuff, man. <laughs> Uh, I hope that's our first hate mail. Somebody writing in saying, Sean, figure skating is a, is a quality sport and, and damn you for saying anything against it. Maybe that'll be our first hate mail. If somebody's listening out there, please go to our website and, and send us our first hate mail. That's the first step to success. That'd be awesome. Is, is having a critic. <laughs> That's what I love whenever you see these teenage girls that are like 14 and 15 saying, you know, shout out to all the haters. You don't have haters. You're 14, 15 years old. There's no such thing as haters. Get yeah, out of here. You always, you always make me nervous when you start a conversation off with, I always love it when a bunch of teenage girls never that, know what you're going to say. That's my point of reference. <laughs> that's how socially cool I am. I'm in, the, I'm in that realm of hanging out with my daughter's friends and going, we played uh, this game, Charades, that you can play on your phone, and it has these song titles. I knew none of them. So that's how socially relevant I am. <laughs> If it didn't, if it wasn't music that was on a record at some point, you don't know it. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like just the clues in general. I was like, I have no earthly idea what you're talking about. But okay. <laughs> All right. So be present when you are present. I think that it should be common sense, but we can get so distracted with things. So put stuff away that distracts you. If you're going to be with your kids, for gosh sakes, be with them, play a game, go outside, ride a bike, um, watch TV if they're, you know, a little bit older, that sort of thing. Go do something with them. Make it quality time, um, I think would be number one. Number two, I think would be involving them in this venture whenever possible. I don't know what that would look like. It totally depends on the age of your child and the nature of your business that you're going into. But there's there's no reason that they can't occasionally be a part of it. I think even the little things like this, instead of saying, well, I'm going into the office to work, I say, I'm going to work on the podcast. You know, here's what we're doing. Here's what we called it. And, you know, not necessarily the minor details or even the major details, but just the big picture of what we're working on, what we're trying to accomplish, because they need to know that dream inside of them is possible. Right. I guess it was two days ago or so. I was trying to take down some notes for my blog, which I've neglected lately. And my daughter came in and was asking basically what, what was I working on? So I started explaining to her how I write a blog, you know, with the introduction, what's that look like? What's the conclusion? How do you how do you get your main bullet points in there? And she is so excited and she's like, Daddy, I want to write a Halloween story. So I actually worked with her to to start writing her story. So even though that's not necessarily her helping me with my project, it's getting her interested in something that I'm doing as well. And I think that's okay to do. You know, I mean, it, it shouldn't always be the parents getting involved in what the kids are, are excited about. Sometimes it's it goes the other way and they're excited to do that. Well, you do two things by doing 
doing that, you have a certain group of people and they're probably listening to us right now. It's like, well, who gave you permission to do a blog or permission to start a business or do a podcast? And so it's really good to teach your kids. You know who gives you permission to do this? You do. You don't need right. to ask the girl next to you, the guy down the street or your boss. Just do it. Pick yeah. yourself for once. Yeah. Just tell everybody to kiss your ass. <laughs> I, I had to say that because I'm hoping Jerry bleeps that out. Uh, that would be funny. For yeah. the record. Don't uh, tell your daughter that, that but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, not your daughter. I meant the critics. <laughs> the critics. <laughs> tell the critics to kiss you. So when yeah. she goes to elementary school and mentions <laughs> that, who told you you could write a Halloween star story yeah. on your dad's blog? Hey, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mr. Albright, we're going to need to see you at the office. All right. So maybe this is why we don't do a parenting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has something to do with it. All right. So that's the first two. Um, and then the third one, I, I basically put um, only make promises you can keep. I think the worst thing that people do when they're trying to pursue something is they constantly tell your, their kids, Hey, I'll be there at six. I promise I'll be there. We'll go do this when we're done. And then it's 1030 when you get home because you're working on something late or you tell them, hey, I promise I'll be at your event early. And then you get there 20 minutes late, whatever. Right. Really strive to not make a lot of promises unless you're absolutely sure that you can keep them because over time, those promises start to mean nothing to them. Then you have a lot of guilt set in because then you know that you're kind of BSing them maybe trying to buy a little time or whatever you you fail time and again to keep your promises and there's there's a great way to start feeling guilty well too it's a great lesson to teach your kids that when you say something do it yeah so, so stop saying you know i guarantee i'm going to be there no matter what and then say well my boss asked a question because then all you've told them is well your boss is more important than them right and wherever yep. you work whatever you do however amount of money you make nothing is more important than your kids and i don't mean everything they say and do needs to be the greatest thing in the world and they get to run the world i'm just saying when it comes to your kids it's a short amount of time before they go out into the world and they don't want you to come have lunch with them or do stuff with them so when right. you when they ask go do it miss yeah. that meeting miss that whatever presentation it is people will live nobody will die just be involved but like you said don't say you're going to be there and not show up because the most depressing thing in the world is to see a kid staring at the door of a cafeteria or a, a little playhouse or whatever it is waiting for mom or dad to walk in so if yep. you're not going to be there don't say you're going to be there and on the rare occasion this has to be used sparingly that you do miss something then for gosh sakes make it up to them explain not the details of why you missed out on it, just explain, Hey, I know I messed up. I'm very sorry. And here's what we're going to do to make it up. And, and then you go and do something with them, you know, ma literally make that time up if you can. So you missed a, you missed a, a lunch with them. We'll take them out to a really cool supper, wherever they like to go or a dinner, whatever part of the nation you're from. It's supper. It's supper dinner. dinner. And, and don't blame somebody else. Don't say, well, my boss always does this. Take responsibility for it. Cause yeah. let's be honest. If you're not in jail or in the emergency room, you could have chosen to be there. So right. don't blame other people. Don't blame traffic. 
traffic. Don't blame excuses to kids are completely worthless. All they know is you did something other than what you said you were going to do. And sometimes, like you said, the best thing to do is to just go, you know what? I messed up. I'm sorry. We'll do lunch tomorrow. Or why don't we go right now to get ice cream? I know it's nine o'clock, but hey, we'll work it out. Let's just go do it. Yeah. One other thing with parenting guilt is perhaps, and everybody's going to be different on this. So this is obviously not a blanket statement, but if you're, if you're going to launch something that you know is going to take a, a significant amount of your time up front, then perhaps consider uh, delaying that dream a little bit, which we normally don't say. We're normally like, get out there, get it, get going, get it started. But if your children are between, you know, three, two, three, four years old, whatever, and seven, eight, nine years old, something and that, those are the years that you really have with them. A little, when they start getting a little bit older, they're more involved in things. They want to hang out with their friends a little bit more. And you probably do have a touch more time, which I'm not there. So I don't even know if that's <laughs> accurate, but my thought would be, you're not having to wipe their butt. You're not having to get the milk out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I hope, I hope yeah. at that age, you're not doing those things. And maybe you do have a little more time to launch something new. So just maybe really think about timing, I guess is what I would say. Absolutely. Cause whenever you're, you're young or they're young, you think, man, this, I'm never going to have any free time. I'm never going to have extra time as we all like to put it. But honestly, until they're about 13, 14 years old, they need to see you on a regular basis involved in their lives and at stuff. You can work on your career after that because they're going to be involved in other things. They're not going to need you around as much. They still need you, but they don't need you there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So miss a couple of promotions to stay involved early. Right. And and I realize the irony in the fact that we probably just loaded somebody down with a little bit of extra parenting guilt because they've already launched their dream. So obviously that wasn't the intent that we're saying (laughs) for some people. If you have the option, perhaps consider that maybe timing is uh, maybe there's another time a few years down the road. But if you're already in it, for gosh sakes, see it through, keep going, and uh, maybe do the first three things that we said. Well, I would say, too, if you're in it and you're kind of past some of this, you didn't do some of this stuff, go talk to your kids. Just explain it to them. Say, okay, here's what's happened. How about every Tuesday at 3 o'clock or Saturday at noon, you and I go have lunch? You know, or here's what I'm doing. Here's why I did it. Talk to them. Kids and yeah, they're going to shut the door. Yeah, they got their headphones on. They're on the phone. They're doing their thing. Interrupt that because this is a short amount of time. Get involved in them. Just explain to them what's going on. Don't yeah. act like, well, I've already screwed up. There's no reason to even worry about it now. There's right. always time. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. Go back and explain. Have the conversation with them. Let them know that you do value their opinion or their feelings and all that. You're not going in and making excuses like we said a while ago. Don't go in and, and make up a bunch of garbage to make yourself feel better and unload and dump that all onto them because now you've transferred your parenting guilt to child guilt. I'm not saying that. But for gosh sakes, yes, you can have a conversation with them, especially if they're a little bit older and let them know about what you're trying to accomplish. So, okay. So I think that's pretty good. I think those are a few good tips on parenting guilt. Hopefully that'll give somebody a, a something to at least consider or think about. would love to hear, you know, any suggestions you guys may have. If there's something we didn't hit that you think is maybe a, a golden nugget for somebody else, um, shoot us an email at beyond the rut. I don't even know our email. What's our email? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to say beyondtherut.com. That, that's our website. Go to the website email. and there is a way for you to leave us a voice message, send us an email, or just make a comment on the website. 
great ways to get in touch with us. Even a way for you to send a message to Sean and tell him how to get in touch with themselves. So, so see, do you see how Brandon also did not say the email address? So I think he doesn't know it. It's info at beyondtherut.com. See, I tried setting you up to look like a hero and I had to come back to it a second time. All right, guys, uh, have a good week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Rut about guilt-free parenting. Be sure to head over to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe to our show, then share us with your family and friends. You can also check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 014. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.